2: NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah, he put out his second mock draft earlier this week, and he has the Falcons drafting Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy. Now, he did explain why on his Move the Sticks podcast. And we discussed that a little bit earlier in the show, but, yeah, he gave his thoughts on why the Falcons would be.
0: Well, what's interesting about it is, you know, I talked about it last segment. Sometimes you get these mock drafts, and you're like, ooh who's that guy like I pull a Conor McGregor and I turn around and I go oh my god like who is the writer of this and who did this and who made all these trades and made it sound like they knew what they were talking about Daniel Jeremiah is not one of those guys so I actually pay attention to what he has to say
2: let's take a listen now
0: AJ McCarthy a little bit of a surprise uh there going to the Atlanta Falcons based off just a lot of a buzz and chatter of folks that uh, uh are connected to those who interviewed for that job and there seemed to be a, uh, a thought coming out of those coaching interviews that uh, from ownership at the very top, they want a young quarterback.
2: A young sure. quarterback.
1: Yeah, I mean... So what, what do you consider young? A rookie. A rookie. Yeah, that's Somebody what I thought you're not paying too. $40 million to. That's you. what I, that's I thought what too. Down. Someone that you can develop. That's what you want. You don't, all been
2: have for years to kind of what you had in Matt Ryan.
1: That's why I don't think it's a done deal... You know, we're, we're linked to every freaking quarterback on the face of the earth right now. <laughs> I mean, we're the leader for Baker Mayfield, and the odds leader, if he doesn't re-sign in Tampa's Baker, to come here. Uh, I think Russell Wilson's, like, we're the second behind the Steelers. Cousins Kirk were Cousins number were number one. I think Justin
0: Fields were number one. I think we might be the number one without Chicago in the picture
1: um, for Justin Fields. So, it's really weird, but I'll tell you one thing. J.J. McCarthy has all the tools. He's mobile. Big arm. He's clutch on third down. I mean, forty eight percent of his third down attempts resulted in a first down in twenty twenty three. That's a pretty freaking good number. Uh now he was on a really good team. And a lot of people have pointed out and I've seen I've seen articles talked about it. Well, you know, they didn't trust him to throw late in games. No, dog. They didn't need him to throw late in games. <laughs> uh, <dog. laughs> I mean they were winning like they were winning. I think maybe ten of their fourteen games. They were winning by twenty plus points in the fourth quarter. Uh, against Penn State, they had Penn State on the ropes and tired, and they just said, "We're going to run the ball down your throat until you stop us and put us in a third yeah, and did. third and down where we need to throw the ball." And Penn State couldn't do it.
0: I think here's here's where I'm falling on this. And, and like I said, I respect Daniel Jeremiah. Usually, when he puts stuff out, I'm like, okay, uh, let me let me let me make sure I read this. My problem is not J.J. McCarthy to the Atlanta Falcons. My problem is J.J. McCarthy at eight to the Atlanta Falcons. Like, are we, are we really jumping up at eight to get J.J. McCarthy when it seems like, and I know, we, listen, we've, we've listened to a number of people, and there's been a number of people out there on the socials that say NFL teams actually have a high value on J.J. McCarthy. But I don't know, is, is, is he number eight? Like, is, is that guy's body of work? Is he a number eight guy? And maybe you think there's a threat right behind you, but, dude, at eight, that just seems like such
1: a stretch, man. For him to get to eight, he needs to blow you away in the interviews, blow you away at the combine with his physicals, and then have a really good pro day. And then he can get to eight. Because then what happens is, is everyone goes, and hold on a second. He was he did this. He did what? He threw the ball Where? How many drops did he have at the – I need to go back and reevaluate him. And then all these guys are going to reevaluate him, and then they're either going to agree with his combine workout or be like, no, I think he's still, you know, still mid mid mid-tier guy. I think he's got the – everyone here – like, you know, a big majority of fans here wanted Jim Harbaugh. Big, big majority wanted Jim Harbaugh as a coach. Yet when Jim Harbaugh comes out and says that if he had to start an NFL team – he and he had a quicker quarterback. It'd be J.J. McCarthy. Oh, you're just saying that because you were his coach. Maybe not. Maybe Jim Harbaugh really knows the character and the athletic ability and the growth that that kid has in him. I still think eight's way high, but who knows? Yeah. Look, I'm not a. I wouldn't be afraid to take Dallas Turner at one and then get back in the first round if, if I thought J.J. was my guy. I'm not opposed to trading in this draft. Don't
0: you think, though, if they're going to take Dallas Turner at eight, that they have to already have a plan in place for what they're going to do at quarterback? Like, they can't, they can't draft him eight and not have a plan in place and just think, well, one of them will fall to us because that means you probably didn't sign one of free agents.
1: It, it makes me think that they're comfortable with whatever they're going to they, – they have a plan of one or two guys and are comfortable with both.
0: All right. Fair enough.
2: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?